0: Casting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk, radio Show. Talk Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 26th in the year of our Lord 2023. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property. To promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the constitution for the United States of America as our guide, the checks and balances, the rule of law, absolutely brilliant, and the peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic faith-filled. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time. Friday, welcome to the broadcast. Have we got a barn burner two hours for you, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have two people with me, Sheriff Richard Mack for the first hour, Dr. Scott Bradley, co-host, of course, with me both hours. Uh, To learn more about Scott Bradley, com. To learn more about the good sheriff, cspoa.org uh richard welcome sir
2: well thank you sam it's great to be with you this beautiful friday morning
1: dr scott bradley welcome sir well
3: howdy we're glad uh, to hear richard's voice i always get to hear you on the the beginning of the weekend but uh i've i'm interested what you guys got up your sleeve because usually you guys do have uh you know a bunch of stones to turn
1: It's all about the sacred cause of liberty. And before we get started, our main topic is going to be the Oath Keepers and Stuart Rhodes. The reason Richard Max here is because he used to be on their board. That's obviously dishonestly used against him over and over and over and over. That's where I believe we got a real problem, which we'll get into as the broadcast unfolds today. Uh, I've had uh, a bunch of people on the radio. We'll talk about that, putting me at ground zero or the center of it all, wrongfully so, I might also add. Uh, but I want to really highlight before we get started with this, because the Stuart Rhodes issue, uh, the Ammon Bundy issue, the I mean, we can go on and on. All these are really subplots of the real story. The real story, ladies and gentlemen, is there are elitists. There are people who want to destroy America, inside the country, politicians, elitists, whatever you want to call them, a big money people. Uh, The Federal Reserve, all kinds of uh, organizations and agencies, non-governmental organizations, some of them on the national level, some of them globally. Uh, But their goal is to destroy America, to destroy Christianity, to destroy the principle of agency. And they are hell-bent on this absolute destruction. And, you know, governments always have Operation This, Operation That, Operation Whatever – and I'm trying to think before we get started, what would we call this? Operation Destruction? Operation Instill Fear? Operation Destroy Christianity? Operation Agency uh, in the Crosshairs? I mean, what would we call this whole effort? Because look, um, it starts with you know this idea that we're gonna destroy the media or we're gonna destroy free speech. Uh, It continues with, we're going to put this person in jail because they're a climate change denier. Or this person in jail because they're, well, we're going to call them a terrorist. They called the Hammonds terrorists. They were literally Americans that weren't terrorists. They didn't even want us to fight for them getting out of jail. They just said, please stand down. Please be kind, which most of us agreed to do. Uh, We did our very best for that. But they're literally um, taking words. Manipulating their meanings and using it to go after anyone who opposes them on any grounds anywhere. What would we call it? Let's go to you first, Dr. Bradley, for a quick second. Uh, do you have a term? What would we call this whole agenda operation? Whatever. I don't know, but it seems to be coming all encompassing, sir.
3: Well, it, it certainly does. And that's the problem is trying to capture it. I mean, in a you know kind of a quirky quick, you know quick little name that gets everything it is all so completely massive uh i've i've got a series of lectures i do on fundamental principles essential principles and and really it's it's pretty comprehensive i mean you know you could talk about any single aspect of these things that are found within our our founding charter that uh they're there for a reason i mean whether it's the right to keep and bear arms the freedom of speech the freedom of religion ex post facto habeas corpus um, uh, bills of attainder i mean things that most americans never even talk about or think about uh the jury process i mean every single one of those is like a a perfect stone that's been polished and set in a setting that is in the crown of America, if you will. That's essential to what we do, and what what I find is when we find encroachments of any of these things happening, they're an attack on everything, because every single one of them it's it's kind of like a keystone in their own way, and people say, how can you have so many keystones? It just doesn't make any sense. But it but it's essential. The founding fathers examined these things, found them. I mean, it's it's like when. Madison shared the new constitution with Jefferson when Jefferson was in France. Jefferson came back. Here's what I like. Here the boy, this is a great thing. Here's what I don't like. And he quickly pointed out the lack of a Bill of Rights. He quickly pointed out the juries needed to be more protected. And and each each thing that that needed to be kind of oh yeah and and i mean yeah we protected juries in the, the the third article of the constitution but it wasn't wasn't the nail wasn't pounded home i guess
1: you could say and and when america would say that on the other hand we always want more clarity but more clarity doesn't do any good even the ten commandments of god almighty they seem to set it not no matter how clear they are so you know hey we'll never get it done with wickedness All around us. Do we call it Operation Scorched Earth? Sheriff Mack? Sorry? Scorched Earth? Go go ahead. Start over. Should we call it Operation Scorched Earth? Yeah. They're destroying everything good everywhere all the time, 100%. Anything good, absolute mutual destruction for. Is it called Operation Scorched Earth? What do we call this thing?
2: No, well... Sam, I know that you and Dr. Bradley are both very religious, and so uh, I guess I'm going to just call this like it is. Since the beginning of time, there has always been huge opposition from the side of evil towards the principle of agency. And it was God's plan that each of us would be able to choose for ourselves since that plan was established there has been a huge movement from the from the s- satanic followers and and from satan himself to destroy god's plan and that is to destroy the right to choose to destroy our agency a lot of people say free agency okay but it's it's really it just comes down to one word agency that i choose for myself i'm a free agent i choose where i go what i do and to destroy god's plan there have been huge evil machinations uh and a and a very organized well-funded effort to destroy that because america was based on agency america was founded by Man who God raised up for that very purpose. The Constitution was inspired by God Almighty. So, of course, there are huge amounts, huge amounts of money and organizations who are going to do everything they can to destroy that, all in the name of taking care of us. And so, uh, I believe that all of us uh, must recognize this from the beginning and what it's really doing and what the what is really going on today and that is the new world order was designed to destroy the plan of god almighty and there a lot of them don't know exactly why they're doing it some do it for greed some do it just for power but nevertheless the natural man is being influenced a great deal to destroy the work of God. And America was one of his greatest works in all of history.
1: Amen to that. I'm going to call it operation destroy agency. Cause I think that is the core God's plan or Satan's plan. Godly or Godless right versus wrong truth versus error. Good versus evil. Uh, globalists, elitists, uh, even people who uh, think they mean well are deceived by this. So that's truth versus error. Uh, Dr. Bradley, uh, let's respond to this. What do you think about Operation Destroy Agency? Uh, It's well well underway, sir.
3: It's well underway. In fact, I think that I agree with Richard. This agency thing is a core central theme that uh, it plays through everything. I think I would add a second element, perhaps. (laughs) It has to do with dethroning God. I think that uh, that throughout this whole mess we've got going right now, there's an effort to um, set aside this principle of liberty, freedom, agency, and in the process dethroning God because I think they're integral with each other. I think that's been the eternal quest of the bad guys. It uh, sounds like we got to take a break already. Hey, can you go ahead and skip up...
1: that break? Thank you. Go ahead, doctor. Uh,
3: I was going to say uh, the American founding fathers coined a number of terms that they they used among their conversations. One of them had to do with priestcrafts, and it had to, it was a pretty broad spectrum of things where where one's aggrandizement was central to whatever was being carried out. But I wouldn't focus on that one right now. The other one is secret combinations. Some people think it was that was a term that came out at a later time. And it, but the the fact is that the Founding Fathers used it. Um, and just to give you a little idea, uh, uh, there's a couple of paragraphs I'd love to read. But uh, but the fact is these uh, deep state people are operating under a secret combination. And uh, those currently in power are well integrated with that. And they're destroying that agency issue that we've talked about, as well as I think they've said about to dethrone God. But just this little statement made by noah webster one of the american founding fathers he says by the laws of creation and by our civil constitution all men have equal rights to protection to liberty and to have and and to the free enjoyment of all the benefits and privileges of government all secret attempts by associations or otherwise to give one set of men or one party advantages over another are mean dishonorable and immoral all secret combinations of men to gain for themselves or their party advantages or preferments to office or trespasses upon the rights of others. Nothing can be honorable which is morally wrong. Then he goes on to talk about choosing just men who will rule in the favor of God. And when we as citizens neglect that duty to choose those just men that rule in the favor of God, then we become, uh, soon he says, The government will soon be corrupted. Laws will be made not for the public good so much as for selfish or local purposes. Corrupt or incompetent men will be appointed to execute the laws. The public revenues will be squandered on unworthy men, and the rights of the citizens will be violated or disregarded. I believe, ladies and gentlemen, that is exactly where we are in America today. Amen to that.
1: Operation Destroy Agency well underway. Operation Tower of Babel. Operation (laughs) Overthrow God uh, or Become Higher Than God. Whatever you want to call it, it is underway. And the latest we're seeing uh, relates to this. We wrote an article, Sheriff Mack and I, at the CSPOA, I think back in 2018. Was it 2018? Anyway, literally five-plus years ago. And the headline was this, Sheriff Mack, there is no liberty with innocence in prison. You remember that article? Uh, yeah, I do. The train of innocence going to prison while the illegal activities of uh, the elite and of the protected class uh, seem to go unnoticed. Hunter Biden runs around free. Joe Biden runs around free. Lois Lerner runs around free, while anybody who stands up for liberty ends up in jail. The latest one to meet this fate, Oath Keepers founder, Stuart Rhodes, is sentenced to 18 years in federal prison and three years of supervised release after the 18 years. They say for the January 6th, and they called it seditious conspiracy. Um, A federal judge uh, said Rhodes presents an ongoing threat to, quote, American democracy. Um, It's hard to even know how to deal with this. Rhodes did not enter the Capitol building, according to The Hill. Um, U.S. District Court judge, I don't know how you say this guy's name, but Amit Meta. Applies, quote, enhanced terrorism penalties to Stuart Rhodes. All right. Meanwhile, they cleared Eric Swalwell. Hey, they say his ties to this um, spy that he had sex with and everything else. Hey, they're not going to prosecute that. No harm, no foul uh, for Swalwell. So as you can see, the Republicans and Democrats clear each other of wrongdoing. But now Stuart Rhodes facing Really, the rest of his life, because he's 58 years old, 18 years, that 68, 78, 76 years old. Um, you know, when he'll really get out, who knows whether he'll live that long. whether You know, his whole adult life absolutely now ruined. He didn't enter the Capitol. He was not armed, but yet they say he configured and from a hotel room controlled the greatest overthrow of America ever undertaken he was one of the leaders to get that done the judge you sir and basically literally using terrorism as his weapon yeah change the word everyone who stands for liberty is a terrorist doesn't matter if you're in the capital doesn't matter whatever and now we go down this road um, every one of us sheriff mac is in serious trouble because hey you're, you're um, basically hooked at the hip with Stuart Rhodes. Now, it's not true, but that's the lie being told. Uh, the longer they tell the lie, the more, quote, truthful it becomes. Not facts, but, hey, facts don't matter these days uh, because the deep state, whatever word you want to use for it, they will use this against us. Your thoughts, for starters?
2: Well, I was really dismayed to see that he got that kind of a sentence I'm not sure that he deserved any kind of a sentence. Um, I watched the press conference with his three attorneys uh, after the sentencing was announced. They seemed way too friendly and supportive of what the uh, prosecutor had done, and they seemed way too supportive and friendly to the judge. They actually said, and they all agreed with each other in this, that after the judge gave his scathing opinion of Stewart and what he had done that they were surprised that it was as low as 18 years. His attorneys saying that on national television, international television, uh, and I was really getting a bad uh, feeling about them and uh, said, man, did he get the wrong lawyers or what? And I still have, I still have that a little bit, but they went on and said that they never controlled or told Stewart what to say. So during uh, the trial and during his incarceration, he was uh, still making very powerful uh, and strong statements that most attorneys would have objected to. But uh, they said no, we we uh, this is all based on freedom of speech, And what we're doing here is we're uh, appealing on the principle of freedom of speech because Stewart never committed an act of violence. He they didn't say this, but you and I know Stewart said this in a letter directed to President Trump is that it, we're going to end up fighting. We're, we would rather do it under you. You need to declare the election null and void and insurrection act. And, and Stewart specifically said that declare the insurrection act. Now, Sam, back in 2016, I resigned from oath keepers and from the board, and I thought when Stuart first made this organization that it was uh, it was something where I had a V eight moment and I hit myself with my palm on my forehead and said so why didn't I think of this because I had been preaching this for a long time it, uh, the oath of office is in my books in fact uh, my very some of my very first books in fact it is it's in I write a letter to law enforcement in my first book written in 1994. Uh, from my cold dead fingers, why America needs guns. And at the end, I, I write a little uh, chapter to, uh, or just I write a letter to all law enforcement how we need to keep our oath of office. So I was way ahead of the curve on any of that, but I just didn't ever think to form a national organization based on that. So be- when Stewart formed it, I, man, I was all over wanting to be a part of it. He had trouble keeping people on the board from the get-go. The first three people uh, that were with Stuart and helped him form uh, the Oath Keepers, uh, all three of them in very high places—the uh, vice president of, of Oath Keepers and other uh, a couple others—quit right away. And we kept trying to talk them into staying, and boy, they were adamant about it, and they were really ticked off. And most of it was just uh, Stuart's leadership skills that they were really ticked off. They didn't agree with him on several things and they just they were irreconcilable and they left. And then people kept leaving after that and people making all these accusations against Stuart from within. I saw some of that as we went along, but I didn't think it was a, a deal breaker. And then in 2016, Stewart was obviously taking Oath Keepers more towards, uh, and in fact, he admitted it, that he was making it a militia. And certainly you and I have seen militias kind of go in America, but you and I have never been part uh, specifically of a militia. I told him that CSPOA could not be a part of a national militia or any of the things he was trying to do to start a national security agency for any riot or any protest going on in America. And he really was suggesting that we do some um, crazy things uh, like provide security for the Republican National Convention in Cleveland. And I said, who's invited us to do this? Local motorcycle club. So I said, nobody in, in any position with the Republican party, the Trump administration, the Cleveland police department, uh, the, the Cleveland uh, Sheriff's Office, uh, no one, security, uh, FBI, no, no, no one had. And and so on a board meeting, I got everyone on the board to vote against Stewart. And Stewart was really mad at me about that. And so I just said, it's time for me to go, Stewart. I'm not, I'm not staying anymore. And so the, the crazy stuff since then is uh reuters and the daily beast and cnn and msnbc and cbs and and 60 minutes and on and on and on 60 minutes wanted me on after january 6 to discuss how stewart did this and i didn't and why i quit and so on and i talked to you about that at that time should i go on 60 minutes and you told me it was a no-win situation and indeed it was, it was just, yeah, when did you quit beating your way. wife,
1: Sheriff? It's that's their agenda. See, yes. and you cannot win yes. with that exactly. because they're not interested in truth none of them, or honesty
2: at all. No. Why have none of them complimented me for leaving and then trying to get people not to go to January 6th? Why, why have none of them said, you know, Sheriff Mack, we don't agree with him on much, but he did the right thing. He really
1: stood against Because if they tell the truth about you, then you gain credibility and they don't believe in that. They can't have that in Operation Destroy Agency. They can't have that. I'll remember when we went to the Ammon Bundy Correct. event. In the beginning, we went to a peaceful rally where we sang Amazing Grace and asked the Hamm- Hammonds how we could best help them. Uh, we promised them we'd do everything yeah, we could to get them happened. out of prison. Yeah. They were wrongfully charged with terrorism in that case. And we literally stood against it. And instead of them giving us credit for standing against it, they were promoting my picture with the takeover of the Malheur Wildlife Refuge in the media, even though I wasn't even there. And I stood against it in a public press release. Honesty is the issue. Sadly, ladies and gentlemen, Operation Destroy Agency well underway. Quick pause. Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Protecting your
1: liberties. You're listening
0: to Liberty News Radio.
4: USA News. I'm Lance Pryde. With the 2024 presidential election starting to take shape, with a plethora of GOP candidates, former President Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis take the lead on the GOP side. Some Democrats are also going after President Biden's seat. RFK Jr. on Fox News last night says many Americans believe election fraud is a problem that Democrats must take the lead on.
2: There's so many Americans who feel like this whole system, the economic system and the political system are rigged against them, but also that elections are actually rigged. And uh, and I think it's really important that that the Democratic Party make itself a template for uh, for democracy.
4: An international coalition will start training Ukrainian pilots to fly F-16 fighter jets. As Russia's war on Ukraine rages on, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin told reporters that training will be a significant undertaking. He said the Netherlands and Denmark will lead the training in Europe in the coming weeks. The Biden administration last week shifted its position to allow European allies to supply Kyiv with advanced fighter jets. Indiana medical officials say the doctor who provided an abortion for a 10-year-old rape victim from Ohio violated state and federal patient privacy laws. The Indiana Medical Licensing Board on Thursday found that Dr. Caitlin Bernard violated privacy laws when she spoke publicly about providing abortion care for the girl last summer. The doctor will be fined $3,000, receive a letter of reprimand, but will still be allowed to continue practicing medicine. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration is predicting a near normal 2023 Atlantic hurricane season. The official government forecast calls for 12 to 17 named storms, with 5 to 9 hurricanes and 1 to 4 major hurricanes of Category 3 or higher. Hurricane season runs from June 1st to November 30th. USA News. Whoa, okay. Vehicle ready for spring during clean car month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pro X1 exterior cleaning and detailing products
2: provide professional results and show quality shine for your vehicle. Right now, pick up Pro X1 Snow Foam Car Wash 2 for just $15. See store for details. Pro X1 exclusively
4: at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 all right.
0: Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter.
4: And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
1: Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, I'm calling this Operation Destroy Freedom. They're out of control. Now, Richard Mack left Stuart Rhodes uh, and the Oath Keepers in 2016, uh, but they still continue to use this against him. And here's the problem. I defend Stuart Rhodes completely right now. And I've had him on the program since 2016 as a talk show host, not as uh, my involvement in the CSPOA at all, uh, but they still dishonestly link the two. Now, the issue at hand, in my opinion, is this. I agree with Stuart Rhodes that we want to keep our oath, that we want to keep the peace, that we want to go ahead and and stand for liberty, and that we want to certainly make sure that, A, if there are insurrections in America, that we stop them and we put groups together to help with that cause. The question is, how far do you go? Amon Bundy, I agree with a lot of his points. I agree with a lot of these people. Oftentimes what we end up with is a tactical discussion at the end of the day. You, look, we agree on the problem. The IRS is out of control, for instance. It's a criminal enterprise, no question. But what are the tactics that we take? What do we do? What is our response? And that's where I part company with, say, maybe a Stuart Rhodes or an Ammon Bundy or a lot of these people. I literally stood against the Wild Rife takeover, but they put my picture on a peaceful rally, a completely different event, same day, but different event. They put my picture front and center as if I was leading the takeover. It was an absolute dishonest lie. But I don't have the money to sue them for libel and slander. I, uh, you know what? I don't have that, but they'll just say you're a public figure. When they want to say I'm nobody, they say I'm a nobody. But when they want to act, uh, get out of harm's way, regardless of the way they've treated me, then they say, hey, I'm a rock star celebrity. Well, they can't have it both ways. I'm either nobody or a celebrity. Uh, Don't care. Not interested in that. I'm interested in telling the truth. But the point is, a lot of times it comes down to tactics. Uh, And so Sheriff Mack and I separated ourselves from the Malheur Wildlife takeover with a public press release. Didn't seem to matter. Richard left Stuart Rhodes and Oath Keepers and explained why. Didn't seem to matter. I defend a lot of these people's A focus we've had on Ken Cromar. We both agree the IRS is a criminal enterprise, that they had no right to bring a 75-member SWAT team in, take his house from him, and leave him homeless. At the same time, I don't agree with Ken Cromar's tactics. I don't agree with um, Ammon Bundy's tactics. I didn't agree with a lot of the tactics of Stuart Rhodes. But I still know they're they're men uh, who are doing their very best for what they believe is right. So can I agree with their views on a point, but disagree on tactics, remain, a, remain friends, influence them in the way that I think best? Or does that make me a terrorist? Does that make me uh, an insurrectionist or a conspiracy treasonous or whatever words they're going to wordsmith into this thing? Or can I be friends and try to influence people to my line of thinking, the way I would go about the solutions? Or is that now gone under Operation Destroy Agency? Dr. Bradley, your thoughts.
3: Well, there's uh, much to be speaking of, uh, but uh, just a couple of thoughts. Um, first, I'd start off with Isaiah twenty-nine, twenty-one. Uh I know everybody's got that on the tip of their tongue. But Isaiah spoke, as we know, uh, of his day as well as ours and uh, was a prophet. He saw our day as well as his. He spoke messianically about many things, and uh, and by golly, they're all just unfolding. And in Isaiah 29:21, it says that make a man an offender for a word, and lay a snare for him that reproveth in the gate, and turn aside the just for a thing of naught. Okay, so I think we're in that day. I mean, we can go back and talk about uh light for darkness, darkness for light. You know, those kinds of things in Isaiah also. And I could take this on a scripture chase through Isaiah. But we are in that day uh, where we are making a man an offender for a word and lay a snare for him that reproveth in the gate. Well, I'm not um, uh, familiar with the intricacies and nuances of the Stuart Rhodes thing at all, um, I I think that what we're observing here is something that we were predicting long ago when we got these uh, USA Patriot Act things that were passed. Some of the National Defense Authorization Acts, the military, um, uh, the defense uh, issues that, well, even clear back in Wilson's day, uh, where uh, he put this trading with the enemy thing together in 1917 that actually uh, FDR used to confiscate gold in 1933. I mean, what happens is they lay these snares and they broadly they well wait a minute, they don't even well define anything they they put these these statements out there, terrorism, what's a terrorist well, it's in the whoever uh defines it that day and they'll they'll pursue that for their own uh secret combination processes and I think that this thing is is moving forward, I don't think it's come to a head yet, I think uh Uh, Rhodes probably was, if you will, in the old terminology, railroaded, probably with complicit and compliant defense attorneys. I uh, would trust that there will be appeal and that through that appeal, the defense attorneys will be um, brought under some scrutiny because of their lack of willingness to provide any of the the, the slightest semblances of defense. But these broad definitions of terms today are going to bite us all. Anybody that loves God is going to be found at risk. Anybody that loves the principles the nation was founded on are going to be found at risk. And Amen to that. And at, said, first,
1: at first, we kind of have this idea that, you know what, if I just distance myself, if I just keep my head below the turret, you know what, I'm going to make it. I'm going to be okay. Let them attack somebody else. You know, this idea is false, ladies and gentlemen. That's the problem. They're, they're You know They start with uh, the most um, egregious points they can make. The reason they were so for the free speech of Stuart Rhodes is they knew that he might say something that might seal his fate. Sadly, that may have happened in court. Uh, The bottom line, though, the jury not getting the truth on this thing. I disagree with the tactics of Stuart Rhodes. I wouldn't do what he did. I wouldn't do what Evan Bundy did. I wouldn't do what Ken Cromar did and is doing. But that doesn't mean we can't be kind to these people and respect them and stand with them on the point. The IRS is criminal in Ken Cromar's case. Look, they did create election fraud in 2020. They say we're liars, but you know what? They did. And we do need Congress to, to look at that. We do need the president uh, to stand up against this insurrection that's really happening. Um, okay, so I agree on these terms. I disagree with their their actions though, their tactics. What are we to do? Asked Ammon Bundy as a question, uh, Sheriff Mack. And look, if you can't go to January 6th peacefully, because you'll be a terrorist, uh, if you can't, I mean, I can keep going on. You get it. Then um, what are we to do, Sheriff Mack? Yeah, that's. Uh, I've always said that uh, Ammon's
2: question is a very good one. Uh, you know, you, you want to try every peaceful process. Uh, I think it's time for us to have a, a, a lot of uh, Boston Tea Party-type uh, events across the country, Uh, I don't believe that any of us should be paying money to the uh, federal government. I do believe that the federal government is the greatest threat to our God-given constitutional American liberty. Uh, It's uh, being destroyed daily by this administration. It's been destroyed, quite frankly, every day for the last, what, 60, 70, 80 years. And uh, no one really understands or cares about the proper role of government in Washington, D.C. They think they can do anything uh, they dang well please. Uh, Look for an example of this. You want an example of communism being placed in America? Okay, look at Joe Biden as a dictator, ruled just from on high, just because he said so, without any legislation whatsoever. He just ruled that People seeking a loan who have good credit now must take a lower score and a higher interest rate so that people with horrible credit uh, can reap the benefit of that and, and get a lower. Uh, so, we're literally people with good credit, it doesn't matter how rich you are, people that make 50, 60, 70,000 a year can have good credit, and many of them do. And here they bust their butts trying to stay within their means and then biden undoes undoes that with a single stroke of his pen or his mouth and that is completely dictatorial communistic and that that for some reason somehow i worked my entire life to get that and i owe it to my neighbors who do not and who did not and a lot of people didn't think that was a big deal it was a tremendously huge deal because it once again showed that Washington, D.C. and the White House have absolutely no clue what their role is and that they cannot control my life. And we're talking about agency here. They are not in charge of my children. That's another thing that Biden has said that he wants the federal government to do. They're not in charge of my children, my life, my family—that is mine.
1: All right, can you skip the break, please, on this one, Dr. Scott Bradley? Uh, what are we to do? Asked Ammon Bundy, and that's the question. You know, if you can't um, uh, go to the Capitol peacefully, if you can't do what Stuart Rhodes did, which is beg the president to stand up and 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 you know what, deal with election fraud which no doubt happened. It's impossible to say that it didn't. They claim we have no evidence. But look, the FBI literally promoted Joe Biden by covering up uh, anything about him and literally lied knowingly, willingly about Donald Trump to make sure that the election came out differently. They went to the media and used the media to do their bidding for the same thing, shut down one guy, promote another guy. Hillary Clinton, the opposite candidate, funded it. The government carried it out in bed with the media. We have election fraud without a debate, without a doubt. Okay, but here's the deal. Um, You can't do what Donald Trump did, which is ask people peacefully to go to the Capitol. You can't do what Stewart did. You can't do what Ammon Bundy did. You can't do what Ken Cromar did. I can keep going on and on and on. Can you do what I'm doing? Have a peaceful media show to talk about God, family and country and ask the questions. What are we to do uh, now? Pretty soon it'll be Richard, because he was tied at the hip with Stuart, supposedly, just because he sat on the board thinking the organization was going to go in a different direction, Uh, all the way down to me, because I'm ground zero. I've had on Ammon Bundy and Richard Mack and Stuart Rhodes. And I mean, I've had on half the people that have gone to jail these days. Um, (laughs) And now, you know, what do you do? do? What do you say? There's even guys now that um, on January 6th who tried to stop the carnage, tried to stop the fight with the police, tried to and they're even in trouble for trying to save people and prevent prevent people from going into the Capitol. You look at Charlottesville, you look at these recent events, and you go, what are we to do, Dr. Bradley?
3: You know, I, I have to admit that things are looking pretty dire in so many different ways. And maybe that's really good. Maybe that's really good. And I'll tell you why. Because sooner or later, we've got to shake the lethargic apathy off and become engaged and it really does boil down to we the people we the people have got to be responsible for our own governance and as john adams said uh, the constitution's only good for the government of a religious and a moral people and we have been decades literally decades uh, richard mentioned a few minutes ago about you know at least six decades i would say it's been 150 years anyway um, I think from Abraham Lincoln forward, we've been in a, a complete collapse for uh, in this uh, this manner with a centralization of power at the general government level and so on and so forth. Yeah, there were big mistakes made before, but, but this is where it really became epidemic. So anyway, uh, it's going to take some time, but the people have got to awaken and arouse themselves to a sense of their awful situation. We cannot be complicit by being complacent and uh, just to quote some john adam excuse me uh thomas jefferson uh, and uh, james madison statements uh, we've got to recognize that we step in and recognize the limits and bounds of government and and yes they're big and powerful and mean and everything but sooner or later the recognition by the people will diminish their power and we've got to have it sooner than later Here's something. It would be dangerous delusion for confidence in the men of our choice to silence our fears for the safety of our rights. That confidence is everywhere the parent of despotism. Free government is founded in jealousy and not confidence. It is jealousy and not confidence which prescribes limited constitutions to bind down those whom we are obligated to trust with power that our Constitution has accordingly fixed the limits to which and no further our confidence may go. Just skipping down now. In questions of power then, let no more be heard of confidence in man, but bind him down from mischief by the change of the Constitution. How can we protect our rights if we don't know the limits and bounds of government? If we, And I always say, okay, there's four things I tell people that what we're going to do one is we've got to get personally right with God we've got to help make that popular in our families in our communities in our churches and if we're not
1: a virtuous people we we we're we're sunk God's not going to do anything with us sadly we have I abandoned agree with that 100 percent so I disagree next. with the tactics of many on the right but I disagree with the tactics with many on the left but I want to keep an open dialogue with all of them but while Stuart Rhodes now is going to jail. The Health Ethics Committee literally cleared Eric Swalwell. Doesn't matter that he got in bed with a Chinese spy. Literally, doesn't matter that he's compromising America. Look, the House, the Republicans aren't going to do anything about Swalwell. The deep state well, seems to be against us all in this case, Doctor or Sheriff Mack. Who picked? Who picked this? This Congress? We did We did. We the people. The, well, either we the picked them did. or or election fraud did. We're not sure which. Okay, exactly. But here's but the problem: well we can see. Fi- we can fix election fraud
3: too this we idea of going back will. to a single a single day voting on paper ballots with local uh, analysis oh, yeah. of it with checks and, i mean come on sam we the we people can if have we said will but we won't it's because we have become complicit through our complacency and that's the problem and i You're tell you, right about look, that but we can't we, look if Stuart rhodes had his way, let's say the way the government's saying, and there was some insurrection that happened on January sixth. That would have been the wrong solution too. If if we had thrown arms against this, there would have been sedition and rebellion. But we have been sliding along so long that we've even forgotten what good government looks like. And and it. You're becomes, right about that fact uh, too. We the people. I've got to correct All that. All right, Sheriff we Matt. Got Matt what do you what say?
2: Well, I think that all of us are a little bit too hesitant to, to really do something that's going to get us thrown in jail even though it would be a peaceful protest that's why I say like like Boston Tea Party it was peaceful as because it didn't threaten to hurt anyone else but it did just dis- it did destroy the tea and that cost money and and every one of them from my sheriff's viewpoint, every one of them could have been arrested. So I think we still need to uh, push the envelope. We we've got to do more. All of us, you, me, Dr. Bradley, all of us have got to do more. And I still maintain that philosophically, I have never pushed for this. But philosophically, none of us should be paying taxes to this government that's just using the money to destroy us and to destroy liberty and to destroy the works of God.
1: You're right. The that, question is: I is that, that a that, hill, is that a battle, or a hill we want to die on? Because they will destroy you if you don't.
2: Well, I I think there's I think there was there's a way to do that to where everybody's doing it. And we got the Christian churches, but we would never get our church to support it. You know, but I think there's some Christian churches out there that would. And I just think we need to lay it on the line. The thing of it is, we don't have a way to make that an organized effort. First of all, let's just look at this and try to get this to every Christian church, including our own. Look, should we have. Government supported and government paid for abortions in America. Should the people of this country and of your church be forced with uh, the threat of being imprisoned if we don't pay for abortions for our neighbors? Uh, and and so obviously that answer is totally legit. So what do we do? Start subtract, subtracting our our percentage of our taxes? that would go to that, that would be extremely minimal because of how legion taxation has become in our country. But all, almost 99% of our taxes are going to evil cause paying people in Washington, DC for all the evil stuff they do and the you and the treason that they commit, uh, the white house treason. And we're supposed to be paying for all of that and uh, the border and the uh, the inflation and the 87,000 more IRS agents. And this just goes on and on and on. Why would any Christian be paying money to support this evil? And so we all admit we're supporting evil. And we also have taken oaths. You and me and and Dr. Bradley have all taken oaths to stand against all evil uh, and to shun all evil. And yet here we are, Paying our talents, our money to this. And I am pointing at, I'm not pointing the finger at any of you. Uh, I'm pointing at me. And I feel guilty about it. And, you know, Sam, you asked what, you know, what Sam or what uh, Ammon said. What can we do? What should we do? Where do we go from here? And all I know is that, yes, there's some risk to doing it. But all I know is that we should be doing more. And I will go bottom line. None of us should be paying a dime to this evil government.
1: You know. Well, I agree. Again, Richard... I agree with you philosophically, but again, the the uh, problem is the tactics, Doctor Bradley. Well,
3: okay. I think I think Richard's maybe got a a, a concept that needs to be further developed. And uh, you look back at the the revolutionary period when the American founding fathers came to love liberty more than life itself where was that happening it was happening in the churches it was happening the black regiment they called them you know these these black-robed guys that uh, were preachers of the time the pastors that were preaching the cause of liberty from the podium and they had their congregants were hearing the cause of liberty every sunday in church and probably in the taverns and in their homes because everybody talked about this kind of stuff all across the board I think that that the idea of an organized effort to, that's part of our problem, is that I can jabber all I want. I do this seven days a week, 24 hours a day, basically, and and, uh, you know what? Our friends are few. But I'm here to tell you, I think the religions of the nation need to activate themselves. And, And let's just take, okay, abortion. Richard's absolutely right. It's a horrific thing that the religions should be united on. They're not, but they should be. But what about the response to the COVID stuff? They took away our ability to worship our God as we chose to do so, as protected by the First Amendment, as given and granted by God. And what happened to most religions? Yes, sir, yes, sir, three bags full. We're going to stand down. We're going to turn our back on God. We're going to begin to worship at the COVID altar. We're going to have choose as our saviors physicians and scientists and researchers and politicians and pharma companies. We chose who we worshipped at that time. I think religions could be a big thing in this, just like they were in the revolutionary period. And you know what? I think it's a great idea. I think, if, and, and Richard points out, the religion we share is completely spineless in this particular aspect of it. This idea we've been talking about agency is absolutely correct. It's a God-ordained eternal principle. And they say, oh no, it's moral agency. We've got to choose not to smoke or drink or be immoral or whatever. No, it's all-encompassing. This goes across every aspect of it. We get to choose what we're going to do with our lives and it has to do with any kind of anything, as long as we're not imposing our our will upon others, which is what the government's doing on us today. But There's the fact no that is...
1: we're about out of time this hour, let's let Richard Mack get the last word on this, because Dr. Bradley will be with me next hour as well. <laughs> Sheriff Mack's got to fly. <laughs> Sheriff Mack, finish up, sir. What, what do you say to all this?
2: Well, I I really like what Dr. Bradley just said, I, I, and I know how most of, uh, I know how all of us feel about this. And I know how, um, I, I know what kind of response it would get from government and other people. And if you think we've been attacked before, then, of course, that would be the epitome of it all. But um, the bottom line is, I'll say it again, Dr. Bradley, Sam Bushman, and Richard Mack have all got to do more for the holy cause of liberty. What we've been doing is not has not plateaued. It's not working and we have not stopped innocence in prison and by the way i need that a copy of that sam if you can get that to me but um we we have not stopped this uh innocent amish farmers are still going to prison and losing their families and losing their livelihoods and losing their farms and ranches and and so forth and uh this sackett family in idaho just got their a win at the supreme court that's been going on for over 10 years uh, and the the Democrats are really ticked off at the Supreme Court for allowing this family to have their own property rights. Uh, soon the Supreme Court is going to be completely packed with Democrats. We're we're going to be in trouble. We better we better start building the, the defenses and erecting the barriers. And we have so much to lose, and we are so far so. Uh, you're right about that in fact,
1: epic tv basically just released a headline they're debating and discussing this here's the the point america has become mm-hmm. so divided that foreign threats no longer even unite the nation correct mac
2: yeah i agree with you. it's a pleasure to work with both of you
1: and uh, thanks for having me on um let's do more i believe Stuart rhodes is innocent in prison sir I don't agree with his tactics. I think his rhetoric was a little bit off the charts, but he did nothing wrong. When are you guilty of your thoughts and your speech versus action? Uh, If we're not very careful, your conscience is the most sacred of all your property and all of your rights. Uh, We're losing that now because they think he's a bad guy. They don't like him. That's all. No wrong, no crime committed. Doesn't matter. Who benefits? Cui Bono is the question that I would ask, and I would also say this. Uh, What are they afraid of? Stewart saying, hey, the president should take action to get to the bottom of election fraud and we'll help him do it? Sounds like he's loyal to the president. Whether his tactics are right or not is a separate discussion. Thank you, Sheriff Richard Mack. CSPOA.org. Become a member today. Back in seconds with Dr. Scott Bradley and Sam Bushman to break this down even further. Ladies and gentlemen, have Americans lost their will to fight? A great question. We'll talk about it in seconds. God save the Republic of the United States of America.
0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. This is a two-hour special. Sam Bushman, Dr. Scott Bradley on your radio, Telling the Tale of Liberty. This is the broadcast for the 26th of May, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Dr. Bradley, Americans are now so divided that even foreign threats for the nation doesn't unite us. Your thoughts? Uh, Yeah, it's probably correct,
3: but but, (laughs) I think that Wolf has been cried so often. People are saying, ho-hum. I mean, come on, Ukraine. Oh, we got to take this to the mat. This is going to uh, protect—Afghanistan, take it to the mat. The Taliban have got to be shut down. Oh, Saddam Saddam Hussein is so threatening. He couldn't get a Cessna 150 in the air without being shot down. I mean, every—I mean, Sudan, I mean, you look at whether it's Western Africa, Eastern Africa, Somalia, you look at what's going on anywhere in the world, and suddenly it's a dyed-in-the-wool panic and and you know what the 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 COVID things another example i hate to keep bringing it up but it's true there is panic at every turn and people are jaded i think and and you're probably right but but you know it's uh let's go back to bill clinton oh no excuse me let's not but think about this for a minute he's he's thinking remember that um uh it was a fantasy movie, sci-fi kind of thing, Independence Day or something like that. Anyway, uh, Bill Clinton hoped that, boy, maybe this is a way. If we have an existential threat from extraterrestrials, maybe that's what we've got to have. And and he wanted to be a pilot again, or again, never, whatever. Bill Clinton's in a fantasy land. But the point of the matter is any emergency that comes up, we have a burn to the ground. We've got a government solution. I'll tell you, I went to meet with Bob Bennett. He was ousted from his Senate seat in 2010. I actually ran against him. But the point of the matter is, Bob. I went to a meeting in 1999, a Y2K meeting with Bob Bennett. And he... he basically brought forth the idea that we needed to rally the nation as though we were entering World War II again against this existential threat, Y2K, and that we would rally all the force and power of the U.S. government, and we would, we would uh, impose this and that and the other in order to prevent this uh, dar- drop into the dark ages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the deal. It was a mouse that roared. There was nothing there. And he was really ready to to basically mobilize America like World War II. I think Americans, uh, in a way, I can kind of see why nothing rallies us because we've been told so often that we're on the verge of destruction that people are saying, you know what? You know, this was a nothing burger before. Why should we fight about it right now? And and that it may be a correct thing, and maybe there's some existential threats on the horizon, and there are quite, trust me, but I think they're a lot different than what we're we're being deceived by the party stuff that's going on, holy Hannah. DeSantis and Trump, woo woo. We all ought to get our panties in a wad over that thing. I mean, come on, people, uh, we we get distracted and diverted by so many f- nonsensical things. Uh, this this pending economic collapse of the nation because the idiots can't do their jobs at the head of the government i mean they could fix that in 15 minutes in washington and yet they keep us all breathlessly uh, i mean just in despair over this thing and i think people sometimes they they get a little bit too much of that crying wolf stuff but i want to hear what they're telling us we need to re- to rally around now i mean if foreign foreign threats what foreign threats we've got more foreign threats and i mean more threats right now internal to our nation than we've ever had before ever including the civil war we're at greater risk right now because of the buffoons baboons and bozos that we've got in the leadership of this nation and we put them there because the party said to i mean yeah i'm frustrated too but i really believe we have We have created our own Leviathan as a people. So Sam,
1: come on, bring me back to uh, base zero. I agree 100% with everything you say, Dr. Bradley. I agree it's we the people's fault. I agree that it's a problem. I agree that it needs to be fixed. I agree that we're at, in my opinion, a critical juncture though. When you have the government literally rounding up people and violating their free speech by shutting them down via public forums or whatever, by using the mainstream press against us to paint false, dishonest narratives, bearing false witness, if you will, uh, you literally have the government criminal as it all is. Um, you know, Joe Biden is the great insurrectionist. He literally worked with foreign nations for filthy lucre. OK, you've got all these people doing all these things. The insurrection was committed by Ray Epps and many others in government, but none of them are in jail. Now, I don't defend the tactics of Stuart Rhodes or Ammon Bundy or Ken Cromar or any of those people, but I think they're right on the points. There are many of us who are trying very hard to defend and protect the republic, to educate, to bring back the principles, to bring back morality in this nation. There are many of us who have given much on that altar. I also agree with Richard Mack, it may not be enough. we got to give more. At the same time, uh, you know, the people are responsible. Uh, but what is someone like me to do if i keep it up on the radio will i be in jail next will you be in jail next will richard mack be in jail next what if we would have been at the capitol and we saw people getting hurt and we went up to help people and try to encourage people not to go into the capitol might we be arrested and in jail now like others literally are you know at what point we can't even peacefully assemble now we don't have a right to free speech we don't have a right to the press the press, at least modern times is the internet, okay, but we're being shadow banned, shut down, maligned, lied about the Southern Poverty Law Center has lied about me. The government takes that as law, as rule. Um, I agree that it's that it's a national problem but I, but I wonder what are we to do though? We keep it up and we'll we'll probably be in jail. Where no, do we go with this kind of thing? you know
3: you know it come what may. I mean, we.
1: Well, I'm not saying we don't do it. I'm not. I'm not making that point at all. I'm just telling you what's going to happen if they're allowed to remain unchecked.
3: Well, and that's that's true. And we have got to awaken and arouse this people to a sense of their awful situation. And again, everything you talk about these threats against us, these foreign threats. No, they're they're domestic threats. Every single one of them. Joe Biden might have been dealing with foreign powers for his own emoluments. To line his pockets with his son the the profligate son uh but but they're still domestic threats and and we if we don't come to understand what's at stake and what the principles are, we're going to lose them if we if you can't defend them you won't you you won't be able to retain them but I come back again to isaiah forty three one <laughs> But now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. I believe that we can be his children if we will align ourselves with him. That doesn't mean, and and it it kind of, I, I hate to say angers me, but it frustrates me at least. All these people that say, I'm going to get twinkled before the Savior comes, I'll be caught up. I don't have to worry about it. So I don't have to do anything for anything to save this thing. I don't have any responsibility. that is very frustrating to me. I feel like that we have agency to choose to do good. We talked about agency the last hour. We choose to do good with the time we have on this earth. And, And if we avoid our responsibilities to preserve our liberty, I believe that's one of the greatest evils that can be done. I mean, you know, people have all sorts of judgment factors that they they want to point the finger at somebody about how evil or bad or nasty they are. But I think that if we become complicit to the point that we become complacent and suddenly uh, we've lost our, our agency, we've lost the greatest gift God has ever given us. I know we are right, yeah, right about but, that.
1: Yeah, you're right about that. Josh Phillips of cross or Josh Phillip of crossroads that's the epic times but Josh Phillips, he's been on this program several times with us he asks this fundamental question in a discussion are Americans losing the will to fight uh, even though I don't think they should some of us are doubling down but you know what for the most part the nation seems to have lost the will to fight doctor
3: well I think that's a, a- it's a broad assessment, obviously, and it, it doesn't apply to everywhere. Look, we've talked before to you and, and many of our listeners about how I left home, you know, back in the 60s as a kid. When I was 16 years old, and I traveled this country from Florida to Alaska and from New York to California. I've been back and forth across this country for decades and decades. And and what happened in the 60s for me, and again, I know there was an undertow then that... that uh, I didn't get involved in. I went from there to joining the military. But the point of the matter is, uh, that's not a, a, a good category to get in nowadays because we're the pointy end of the spear for the New World Order now. But we were then too, only I didn't know it when I was a kid. But at any rate, what I found in America was goodness. I fell in love with this nation, with the dirt. I did. I mean, the soil of this land is, I believe, a sacred land. and I. I the, I could tell you stories about people. Hey, can you skip the break?
1: I, I could tell you
3: stories about people that I met. I mean, I, I just give you a little story. <laughs> I was down in the deep South. I was—I don't know where I was except in Mississippi. It was a dark Mississippi night. You've heard the stories, anyway. Came into a little—a little village. I've heard the people were building a church, and I wanted to help them. I mean, and I—I I knocked on a door, and I says, "I understand you guys are building a church. Can I help?" Well, anyway, they took me in, they kicked one of their kids out of their own bed and let me sleep in it. They—they they fed me and and put me up. And the next day, I worked with the people, and they—they they were so gracious and wonderful. And they were building. I couldn't find that town for my life right now, but this happened in the Midwest. This happened in in the Rocky Mountains. This—this this happened in New York, if you can believe it. And and. Uh, I I just found the country to be a delightful land, and I believe God loves this land. I absolutely do, and that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it. You know, you get the, the big media, the big, uh, you know, the, the the faces and the names that read the news and all that kind of stuff. We're out in the flyover zone here in the mountains where we live, and certainly the Midwest is, and those guys on the coast think they, they got it all snookered, but to tell you the truth, there's goodness in America. And I know that in the last 60 years or so since I did that, my country has changed a lot, but I still believe there's a lot of goodness. And I believe that it's our responsibility to try and rally that hope in people's hearts. This thing in Isaiah 43, I just said, fear not, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. I think this land is God's land, and I believe we can redeem it through his power if we put our energy into it. We gotta quit assuming we've lost. Yeah, we have. We gotta
1: quit downing the country. We gotta gotta quit assuming we've lost and there is hope. There's hope in that Dr. Bradley, Sam Bushman, Dr. I'm sorry, Sheriff Richard Mack, uh, the organizations that we work with, we are making a difference, ladies and gentlemen. And I know that it feels like a day late and a dollar short and it feels like, hey, you know what? The fat lady's already sung. But i don't agree that that's true i agree we're in dire consequences so we need to certainly raise the alarm uh, about the loss of our agency all right but we also need to remember not to preach doom and gloom of the country we need to preach that we can succeed under god almighty there is a good effort underway here's the headline biden administration lumps christian republicans nazis all together the good news is that the media research center brent bozell and those guys mrc Calls for investigations now. Bob Unruh with WND.com writes this story. They say this is unprecedented in American history. Not only is the regime targeting um, its opponents and it's jailing hundreds of Donald Trump supporters, but they have broadened their targeted population attack to include Christians the report now says there's a report that joe biden and team have put together uh, uh, about what their agenda is now people are calling it into question and saying we need to investigate this and get to the bottom of it the media research center conservative watchdog group of has obtained documents through the freedom of information act request foia if you will showing a department of homeland security dhs program meant to quote fight terrorism is now funding a group whose work has explicitly targeted the American political right. The MRC outlined its findings in a report arguing um, that this warrants criminal prosecution for their actions. Okay, this is serious. The MRC's Brent Bozell says this terrorism task force... Is engaged in an effort to eliminate and demonize Christians, conservatives, and Republican organizations via tax dollars. Now, I don't want to get into the Republican thing because I don't want it to be a Republican Democrat discussion. But uh, Brent Bozell's right on this. And the good news is there are people who are fighting this in peaceful, productive ways. Let's investigate. Let's take our redress of grievance to the proper channels. And let's pray hard and work hard for um, honor to prevail, doctor?
3: You know, people don't even have any clue that virtually everything the general government does, I call them a general government, we could discuss that at length, most call them a national government and a federal government and so on. Neither, Neither term is absolutely correct. But at any rate, virtually everything they're doing is illegal and constitutional and void. I mean, whether it's this FISA court, Section 702, that they're using to to get warrants for for people to do investigations that are unconstitutional. The general government has no authority for criminal action within the United States against American citizens, except specifically noted in the Constitution, like counterfeiting, for example, this, this idea of protecting our, our economy, which the Federal Reserve counterfeits every moment of their existence. But the fact of the matter is, most Americans don't understand that. They don't understand what habeas corpus is. It was violated on all the January 6th people for all these years in the interim. I mean, all of this stuff has been absolutely unconstitutional. we got Fetterman, the uh, Pennsylvania-challenged individual that's in the Senate now that wants to get rid of the Second Amendment. I mean, you look at what Biden's trying to do with with the— all basically guns, but certainly the assault weapons, you look at what Illinois has done and what uh, Washington has done. Every single step of the way that's coming along this road, people don't seem to understand that their rights are being violated, and and I believe they're offending God when they don't uh, stand with correct principles. We continue to put people into office that are... Criminals, literally, and, and well, you know, but they give us good things, you know. We've sold our vote for a mess of pottage, and it's got to stop. We we just can't do this anymore. We've got peel, to peel the onion, if you will, when we get people. To, I got information the other day about, uh, you know, Mitt Romney, uh, the Utah senator that's been such a disappointment to most people, but I think we got what we asked for. We picked up a rattlesnake, and he's biting us regularly. But, uh, but at any rate, they say, oh, we've got to replace him. And, and so people are coming out of the woodwork. that want to run for, against him. And it's like, are you buying another rattlesnake that knows the uh, buzzwords and the talking points? And, oh, I'm a conservative constitutionalist and blah, blah, blah. They couldn't spell it, let alone do it. You know, we've got to start using the spirit of discernment every step of the way. Our mayors, our city council people, I mean, in, in Utah and in St. George, the mayor just banned people being able to make public comment in their meetings. Oh, no, we, we can't accept that. We don't care about the First Amendment. We don't care about the right of assembly. We don't care about redress. We don't care about, you know, t- toss it overboard. The churches threw the, the First Amendment
1: overboard by the way they responded to the government mandates for COVID. You're right about all that, and so the interesting thing about this, Brent Bozell, and um, they say this, what we have uncovered calls for criminal prosecution. The American people need to know those who are abusing their positions in the federal government will be held accountable for their criminal behavior. At what point will Americans wake up and understand they meaning the country is in the middle of a marxist takeover okay people are getting the word now via our efforts dr bradley the new media taking center stage people are speaking out people are suing the government information's coming out in court people are getting up through information act freedom of information act requests information on the table about what the government's doing to us the good news is in america that you know what we've lost a lot of liberty i agree but when we can still shine the light of day via public information requests or whatever, FOIA requests, when we can still come on the radio and talk about it and and raise the alarm to the American people. It's a good day in America as long as that's still possible. That means there's a huge opportunity for solution, and we need to jump through it, sir. We do indeed. I mean, think about
3: Article 2, Section 4 of the United States Constitution. Read it, people. The President, Vice President, and all civil officers. Okay. Okay. Our president is worthy of impeachment and removal from office and being and charged. Then criminal and criminal prosecution, sure. Criminal prosecution, right. But anyway, Article 4, excuse me, 2, Section 4, the president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from, shall is an imperative, okay, removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Think about felonies and, and misdemeanors, okay? There's a whole broad spectrum of things we could go about. Lois Lerner abused her position. These FBI guys, they're bec- they've become a Praetorian Guard. They're the palace guard. They're the ones that are keeping the establishment in power. They are the deep state, if you will. You look at the CIA. Once CIA, always CIA, I always say. They're not our friends. The way this FISA court stuff, I mean, think about this. <laughs> The Chief Justice of the United States is the guy that puts FISA judges in place in violation of Article 2 of the Constitution. How do we normally have that? President nominates, Senate confirms. Not the Supreme Court Chief Justice. It's an unconstitutional law. This stuff about the IRS, the the um, uh, the, the way they're being leveraged against conservative groups and Loris Lerner did her thing. I went through that process when I was trying to work through them with the, uh, with some things that mm, I was not exactly what you'd call a mainstream kind of guy. Talk about hoops. Anyway, yeah, we, every single aspect of it is dirty to the core. And I don't know where I can say somebody's skirts are clean. Uh, we might have somewhere in our elected officials noble and honorable people. There's got to be a few. But somehow this idea of bringing about... Uh, Articles of Confederation against uh, the president, vice president, and other civil officers. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's time. The, the time of impeachment has arrived.
1: I really, truly believe, and it's not the way they did it against Trump with trumped up charges. Anyway. You're completely right about that. All right. There's an interesting headline that I want to highlight because I think it's really worthy of discussion. You know, Stuart Rhodes, we talked about him last hour. He got 18 years, folks. And they basically uh, added terrorism to uh, enhance his sentence. But the headline says, The Rare and Distinct Crime of Seditious Conspiracy. Let's talk about that, Dr. Bradley, for a second. What the heck is seditious conspiracy, first of all? I thought there were no conspiracies, according to these clowns. (laughs) Well,
3: there are only real conspiracies if they're trying to get rid of of the... uh... Uh, secret combinations that are running our nation right now. That's that's the only one they'll believe in. But it's conspiracies are what people do. I mean, this is this is mankind's lot. In fact, when I first started my doctoral thesis, uh, at least I was selecting and gathering information. I was going to write the the definitive uh, document on con- conspiracies, you know, secret combinations, if you will, from the founding fathers. It's one of the most easily and completely documented facts in all of mortal history. We do that as a people. And so now they're saying, oh, we're going to turn this on the people that, um, th- that we can use this against, saying everybody's involved in sedition. And uh, sedition's not a good thing unless God ordains it like he did with the founding
1: fathers. I guess we can talk about this when we get back, maybe. You got it. We'll do it. Liberty Roundtable Live. Sam Bushman, Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com, lovingliberty.net on your radio.
0: Pursuing liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
4: USA News. I'm Lance Pry. Whistleblower IRS agent Gary Shapley will testify before the House Ways and Means Committee behind closed doors today on corruption at the Internal Revenue Service being directed by the Department of Justice. Shapley on CBS News this week.
0: When I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw it was way outside the norm of what what I've uh, experienced in the past. There was multiple steps that were, were slow-walked at the uh, direction of, of the Department of Justice. Had you ever encountered that before? I have not, no. These deviations from normal process, that, and, and, and each and every time it seemed to, to always benefit the subject.
4: Members of the House Freedom Caucus urged Speaker Kevin McCarthy to take a tougher stance in negotiations with the White House. They want additional provisions be added to the bill the House previously passed to raise the debt limit, including Republican priorities for border security. The group also wants Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen to show her math on the estimate of America's debt default deadline. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis would consider pardons for January 6th defendants as well as former President Trump if he's elected president. In a radio interview, DeSantis said his administration would look at January six cases and aggressively look at pardons to those who were victims of weaponization or political targeting by the Department of Justice. Super Typhoon Mawar has strengthened into the equivalent of a Category 5 hurricane as it moved westward away from the Mariana Islands and Guam. The Joint Typhoon Warning Center recorded Mawar's maximum sustained winds, 185 miles an hour this morning. President Biden approved a disaster declaration yesterday for Guam, which Mawar slammed with heavy rains and powerful winds, knocking out power and downing trees across the U.S. territory. USA News.
0: The following is a message from the future, sent by Jeannie from Progressive. Back in 2023, you could get help from Progressive Online, through our mobile app, or over the phone. But here, in the future, we can communicate with you through telepathy. Now, I don't think anyone in 2023 has mastered telepathy yet, but if you have, then you can totally read my thoughts right now. And yes, I did leave the oven on. Wow, you're good at this. That was a message from the future. Get the help you need today with Progressive. Do you smell smoke? I really should go. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates and other insurers. Do you want the lowest prices on wines and champagne shipped right to your door? TotalWine.com, America's largest independent wine retailer, ships to Panama City. Explore our vast selection of over 8,000 wines and find something you love all at the lowest prices for over 30 years. Whether you're looking to enjoy a full-bodied Cabernet from Paso or crisp Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand, TotalWine.com has you covered with great wines and Grand Cru Champagne shipped right to your door. Find what you love. Love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Shipping available on wine and champagne only. Drink responsibly. Be 21.
1: Live and on your radio, Dr. Scott Bradley, Sam Bushman. You know, the good news is people are trying to fight this fight. And we really need to uh, beg and encourage and plead and uh, exhort and whatever words I can muster. Uh, Everyone to join us in this, ladies and gentlemen. Look, God has always whittled down his, I don't know if I dare say the word army. (laughs) The Lord has always whittled down his supporters or his um, people. And uh, so, you know what? It's okay that there's not as many of us. It's okay that we feel like, oh man, all is lost. As long as we don't take that to heart, you can think that for a second, but then say, no, I have faith in almighty God and he does not fail. He does keep his promises and we are on his side. So we win in the end. The only discussion left now is what must I do in my life? under the direction of Almighty God to do my part. And I can then do my best and trust in Him for the very rest. For the rest. So I, I don't um, uh, like the idea that, that they it looks like, you know what, eventually they're going to put us all in jail. But I've got to stand up using the tactics that I believe are appropriate to stand for liberty. Like I mentioned last hour, I don't agree with a lot of the people's tactics that are going on in the country today. I do agree with the problems in many cases, but I don't agree with their tactics. I think the tactics that Dr. Bradley is um, uh, is imploring us to use, which is to restore the republic, to return to the nation, um, this nation shall endure, is the, the is the idea. We believe that we can obey God. We can preserve the nation by adhering to the principles, by returning to morality, by preaching the word of God more powerful than the sword, ladies and gentlemen, uh, by education, 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 and you know what? By the grace of God, go we. Uh, Dr. Bradley, I'm convinced that's really where it stands, and I know people get negative, and I know it looks really bleak, and I know what are we to do. I'm going to answer that question, and you've already answered it in many ways now. We start with the Ten Commandments, and we say let's live them. Let's teach others to live them. We then uh, double down and get on our knees before God and make our own covenant with him that we will fight for the sacred cause of liberty in peaceful ways using his revelatory um, power in our lives. If we listen, he promises us, he will answer. He will direct our lives. If we give him ear, if you will. And that is what we are to do. And you know what? I can't worry about the rest. That's up to the God whose liberty it is. And, and, and I reverence that and honor that. And if we lose hope or lose faith or decide that we're not going to fight or lose our will to fight, whatever you want to call it, To me, that is a a godless sin to do so, to stand faithfully and do our best in the face of everything, not fearing, but trusting in God Almighty. Uh, We need to put our trust in God forever. Okay, we we don't need to seek for power. We need to seek to pull it down. Okay, and you know what? Let the chips fall where they may if I stand uh, in holy places for that sacred cause, looking to God Almighty for guidance and direction and trusting in Him for deliverance. Dr. Bradley, what do you say to my answer?
3: Well, I think you're on to something. I I think that uh, part of our mortal experience is to demonstrate our character uh, to ourselves more than anybody, probably. What kind of metal are we made out of? And uh, I think that, that it's interesting, as, as I consider this in my own mind, oftentimes God is, uh, of course, he's all-powerful. He could do anything. He doesn't need us. I mean, he... He doesn't need our tithing money. He doesn't need, uh, you know, our service. And he could pull pull it all off himself, I mean, if that were his case. But it's it's a proving ground, if you will, a a place to demonstrate our character and and our mettle, if you will. And so he leaves a lot of things to us, I think, that, again, he could intervene at any second and do anything he wanted. And we wouldn't – I mean, he could use – Gold for gravel to, for construction material. I mean, he does any he could do anything he wanted, but but we have a duty and a responsibility to perform our labors to the best of our ability, and it, it demonstrates character and nobility or not with us. And so, um, you know, this this idea that we leave it all to God, I think is, I think we're kind of shortchanging ourselves with that when we aren't able to exercise our agency in a good a good thing. But, you know, this we, we were talking before the break about sedition and treason and all that kind of stuff. You know, sedition has become uh, a term that is thrown around by those that sit in power of, that they're holding, I believe, unrighteously and improperly, and they've usurped in many ways. But, but they call it sedition when somebody incites uh, some kind of revolt or violence against what they consider to be their lawful authority. But we need to understand the lawful authority of the United States is the Constitution. And this stuff that's created as lawful um, exercise of the power of the Constitution, uh, these things are, are what is the true authority. And if those people that sit in office are, are doing so through usurpation, and exercising unlawful power. They're the ones that are guilty of sedition. We need to come to understand, but because they hold the organs of government, this power that they have, they're now calling the shots on those of us that are trying to return to a return to the original constitutional limits and bounds. And so we're not guilty of sedition. We're, we're guilty of trying to make a restoration that goes back to the original intent, and those that sit in office are the ones that are guilty of sedition. Now, the, the, Article 3 of the Constitution defines treason very narrowly, very narrowly. And, and the U.S. law, the U.S. title uh, of that has only been used about 40 times in, in the entire existence of the United States, this idea of treason. But sedition is a more malleable term, it seems like at this time. It's, you know, they say inciting rebellion or violence against the government. Well, no, it's against the falsehoods that are being exercised upon us. And so people need to understand that sometimes you may be called seditious when really you're a restorer or making an effort. You look at what the Savior did when he came, he was trying to restore the truth and principle that he had originally established on the earth, and they they killed him for it. I mean, that kind of stuff happens. Those that are in power exercise that power unrighteously very often. And it's kind of a high-risk battle. I, I, I suspect there's going to be, um, well, I'll go to Revelation, a book of Revelation, uh, chapter 6, verses 9 through 11 sticks in my mind. Go read it about the blood of those under the altar that are sacrificed against the powers that be, or by the powers that be, I guess I should more appropriately say. The powers that be sacrifice people, and, and it's happened all through history. It's our time. It's where we are right now in America. The Joe Bidens of the world, and the Nancy Pelosi's, and the Kevin McCarthy's, and the, the John Boehner's, and the, you know, you the FBI Directors, all these kinds of people that are exercising unrighteous dominion over mankind are the ones that are seditious at this time. We have a sound foundation. It is a constitutional government that is limited and bounded with checks and balances and the power that's to be exercised therein is is absolutely small in the sense that it can't affect most of our lives. The power of the general government is to deal with external forces. Read the 45th uh, Federalist Paper. Read the 46th Federalist Paper. The general government has a different job assignment than the state governments or local governments and even us in our own homes. It's a limited and bounded thing. It's supposed to deal with the the, the tariffing of imports and protecting from invasion and running a few things that are outlined in the... uh, eighth section of the article, article one, I mean, it's such a simple thing. And, and, you know, we could talk about this to the cows come home, but unless people start to recognize the limits and bounds, we're going to continue to say they have power to do with this, whatever they wish.
1: Yes, we are. And yes, that's the truth. Now, you know, this idea of this, uh, seditious conspiracy is interesting because on one hand, they say there's not conspiracy. If you believe in it, you're a wacko. At the same time, now in the courts of our land, they're literally convicting people of seditious conspiracy. And you got to ask yourself, what is sedition? What is treason? What is insurrection? All these terms, sadly, are thrown around interchangeably. But treason is a unique crime in the United States of America because it's the only one really defined in the Constitution. And the founders created a very narrow scope, definition treason in the united states shall consist of only leveling war against them giving aid to the enemies giving them aid and comfort and we look at this idea called projection projection is the process of displacing one's feelings or actions onto another person animal or object they're using projection right now when we talk about this um, seditious conspiracy or this treasonous term can you skip the break they're, they're using these interesting terms, and then they're using projection. All of us are guilty of it, even though rarely are we, uh, but they're guilty of it in spades at the upper level of argument. The IRS literally destroying people's lives, taking away all their finances, taking away their homes. Uh, literally, the, the FBI literally uh, going after individuals because they're Christians. The Southern Poverty Law Center and the FBI attacking people because they're Catholic or christian okay this is they're literally overthrowing the country with the foreign dealings of the biden administration to the fact that they're bringing illegals into the country to upset uh you know the nation uh with a divide and conquer strategy at all levels they are literally using in my opinion the crime of seditious conspiracy to destroy the freedoms of all men everywhere it's a secret combination of epic proportions they're guilty of treason. I know that's a unique crime, ladies and gentlemen. That's very narrowly defined in the Constitution. The founders wrote, "It um, treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war." We're in over 130 nations plus militarily, folks, against them. So now they've created a war in America, right? I mean, the FBI and government departments are at war with one another. The states are at war with the federal government or in adhering to their enemies, giving aid and comfort to the enemy. They're literally treating the communist Chinese and the illegal aliens. Many of them are terrorists with kid gloves while attacking you and I for speaking out against this, Dr. Bradley. They're guilty of this conspiracy and treason, and they're using projection to blame it on us sir
3: well it does happen and it has happened it's been hundreds of years it's happened you look back to 1798 the sedition act of 1798 it made it a crime for american citizens to this is right other the document or the uh law print utter or publish any false scandalous or malicious writing about the government huh i mean where have we been the last 3 years i mean this is something that has been exercised in spades against. This is where Jefferson and Madison came out of their seat and they wrote you know these uh, uh, resolutions for J- Virginia and Kentucky about these kind of things. It resulted in the government being replaced by Jefferson as president in the next election. These kind of things have happened, period. Look at what look at what uh, Lincoln did for crying out loud. I mean here's treason. Treason against the United States shall be consist only in levying war against them. What did Lincoln do? He declared war against other states that said that we don't want to be part of this thing anymore, and and they were withdrawing. But he declared—I mean, he was guilty of treason. He was the guy that right. shut down. He—he he, what he did is he arrested hundreds of newspaper editors across the and, and reporters. He actually arrested legislators that took a different position than he was taking. This kind of stuff happened under Woodrow Wilson. The Trading with the Enemy Act and the, and the uh, laws that he created in World War I about this that have been used against us since that time. Oh, let's go back to Lincoln again. When he suspended um, habeas corpus. It's a, it's, an, it's a legislative power to do that, not a presidential power. And so he violated the Constitution. Then you look at what, what happened in the 2021 January 6th situation, where they suspended habeas corpus. It's a temporary thing done by the legislature. It's absolutely astonishing that the people in power are the ones that are violating the Constitution. And unless and until the people begin to understand that, we're not going to be able to correct it. And again, we got into this over decades century and a half at least. You're right, rain, and, and That's
1: why I say that, you know what, this is nothing new, even though it feels like the sky is falling, folks, to those who are not educated in history. It feels like we've gone the new levels uh, of extreme or abuse that, hey, cannot be tolerated. I agree it can't be tolerated, but I also uh, don't agree that it's anything new. It's been going on forever, and the solutions remain like the North Star, doctor. They are. I mean you look at
3: the polar star. I mean, number one, you can tell time from it, so we know that daylight savings time is wrong, and that's a whole other discussion, maybe a little more humorous. But but we can find our way by looking at these um, touch points, if you will, these uh, touchstones that we've been given. I mean, certainly the scriptures have to be considered a touchstone. It was the basis of the writing of our government when it first came about. But when it was canonized, if you will, through the um, ratification of the people. See, the right of the people is to alter or abolish their government, and, and the people have to give their consent to be governed. And the purpose of government is to protect God-given rights. Go back and read the Declaration of Independence again. That's the purpose of government. and And the idea of the general welfare, that had to do with good government that was stable and predictable. It had nothing to do with redistributing wealth. This idea of how we're redistributing wealth is a Marxist philosophy. But good government was there to protect against domestic violence and to allow justice to be carried out. And the idea that we'd be protected from foreign invasion and that we'd have a stable economy because we had real money. That's what the welfare clause is about. It's not about you know, giving forced charity. All of these things are, are nuanced things that most Americans have never given consideration to and and we've strayed so far that we assume that uh, you know food stamps and housing allowances and free cellular phones or whatever are part of the welfare clause they're not because all of those things have to be taken from somebody else to so here's here's the deal God-given rights do not detract from anybody else man created rights create a responsibility for someone
1: else to fulfill those rights. So if you, create yeah, they a depend on right. pulling the lever in, in the favor of the few at the expense of the many every time. Exactly,
3: and that's where we've gone wrong. And and Marxism is the the rule of the day. And what's interesting was that uh, you know you look at oh, the the uh, forward to the Communist Manifesto that was written in the 1880s by uh, uh, what's his name. Uh, Engels, uh, he he targeted the United States. He he mentions the United States in the preface of the Communist Manifesto four times. He talks about how these principles are being embraced in the United. They were we've been the target forever, and uh, and so we have we're kind of in that time now, when those that sit at the head of the government, those that are our trusted representatives have become agents that are destroying the true document that we ratified, that the consent of the governed was given to, that was originally set forth to preserve the blessings of liberty and God-given rights. They're the things that that are actually cutting the guts out of everything that we really stand for. So when you and I talk about this, people say, oh, you're being seditious. No, we're not. We want a restoration we would like to go back to the way that the the um, the whole process was originally intended so that we can preserve the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity that's where we are on this thing and unless and until americans get that way we're going to continue to degrade and slide off the scale and it'll be an avalanche at some point I fear it's approaching free speech is under
1: assault, but the good news is we have it now and we need to work very, very diligently to preserve it. Ladies and gentlemen, look, the FOIA requests of the Family Research Council of Liberty Council of the, um, you know, um, all these organizations, the FOIA requests, the ability to speak out about it publicly and all this stuff uh, are really, really critical, folks. The Media Research Center, a, a lot of people are doing a lot of good work. Uh, and we need to support them with our dollars. You know what? Spreading this on the radio. We need your dollars to support this. Dr. Bradley's book, To Preserve the Nation, a collegiate series uh, at com. These are the building blocks of education that's key. And where Americans started on the slippery slope of socialism uh, and, and some of these things is when they agreed that government schools would be the order of the day. Because that's where the slippery slope starts. If you can have everybody fund everybody else's education, steal from... Peter to pay Paul or, or Rob so that you can fund government education, then why not a TV? Why not a car? Why not a, that's where the slippery slope started really in my mind to a great degree. And so we need to understand this. So we need to step back and say, look, if you get something for nothing, you're doing yourself a disfavor. If you, um, you know, accept these communist style principles, whether it's communism, socialism, fascism, all these roads lead to the same end, which is. No God, a godless view, a tyrannical, hierarchical control mechanism by evil people. Agency is lost. Therefore, freedom is gone. You've got to have the ability to choose. And then you've got to choose morally and righteously based on governing values. And if we don't preserve that fundamental core, ladies and gentlemen, starting with really religious freedom, your conscience to worship how, where, what you may, To believe and think as you choose making laws against destructive actions is appropriate supporting the moral code but we want to nuance ourselves right out of responsibility right out of accountability and right out of solutions consequently doctor
3: you know it's interesting socialism destroys morality i mean you say oh come on it's an economic system you can't you're you're kind of just straining at gnats aren't you bradley no When you take socialism, which basis is taking from one and given to another, you destroy the the moral basis. People think that if it becomes legal, it becomes moral. And that's wrong. Just because you make something legal does not make it moral. In fact, nothing should be legal that's immoral. Okay. (laughs) So, So here we have a situation where... Uh, we say, well, we can take from one and give to another. But, oh, it's so kind. It's a, a gentler nation. And we have, to, we have to take private property in order to do that. Well, the Founding Fathers understood clearly. In fact, um, Hamilton in two Federalist papers said, in essence, a power over the uh, man's subsistence is a power over the man. So if you take from me what I have earned, and want to use to, to basically protect or provide for my family, if you take that from me, you have taken uh, some of my power to exist. And that's what socialism has done. And socialism has many names. I mean, it, not all of it is a ver- well, socialism is socialism. Communism is a form of socialism, and so is fascism, and so is democratic socialism, and so is the Labour Party in England. They have all sorts of, of names for it. But if it takes from one that which they did not earn, and it takes from one that did earn and gives it to another that didn't earn, suddenly you've got a form of socialism somewhere along the lines. And that's where we are in America today. We're redistributing our wealth. We have this big problem of of this debt, and people want to have a a, uh, a big... Uh, oh, I don't know, some kind of a, an amendment that is written by a convention that they put our whole Constitution at risk for a balanced budget amendment. and And really and truly, we have got balanced budget. The solutions
1: lie in understanding of God, family, country, in that order. We believe that if we turn to God Almighty, live a moral, honest life, obey the principles of God, Pray to God Almighty, put our trust in Him, and then we teach others to do the same, to understand God, family, and country, and apply liberally the principles that bring success. Trust in God, obey His commandments. You know what? Be true to your family, be true to your marriage covenants, Uh, parents true to children, children true to parents on a country level, understanding the checks and balances and due process uh, and and the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, understanding these principles is the key we believe that the word of god the power of the word is more powerful than the sword ladies and gentlemen and so that's why we spend so much time and effort on on the radio as we do two hours a day six days a week do we educate and encourage and apply the founding father-esque principles liberally to the issues of the day so that you know where to go you know what to do you know how to be part of the solution and you know what i'm convinced that god will bless those who obey Him. God will protect those who obey Him. Jesus Christ will return in His glory and our job is to become and to help prepare people to receive our King when He returns. In the meantime, it's all about preservation of the greatest country on the face of the earth, setting us up as a beacon, a light on a hill to all nations, teaching these sacred fundamental principles. People have power when they have faith in God and obey godly principles. Power and authority comes from the first law of heaven, obedience to God Almighty, not to government, not to those who would destroy our liberty. Understanding the clarion call for civility is important, but understanding that we need to obey God first and then humbly request his blessings. And if we do our part as he's asked us to do, you know what? We shall have no fear. We're about flat out of time, doctor. But I believe your collegiate series is an incredible start. I believe the education on the radio that we're doing is an incredible effort. uh, And I believe that hopefully with Americans joining us, we can prosper our efforts. We can make a difference. And you know what? Stand before the judgment bar of God someday and say our hands are clean. We've done the very best we could for God family and country. You wanna learn more about the Collegiate Series by Dr. Scott Bradley to preserve the nation? freedomsrisingsun.com. Thank you, Dr. Bradley. Well, you're welcome.
3: The uh, restoration must begin in the home though. If we can't do it in our home, how are we gonna do it nationwide?
1: That's why it's God first, family, second. Family means in your home with a husband and wife with complete fidelity to one another and to their children turning the hearts of the children to the parents, the parents to the children in meaningful ways is important and part of the grand solution that God has set out for the God-ordained family and for the greatest country on the face of the earth. I'm Sam Bushman, libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net, freedomsrisingsun.com. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.